All right, I don't. Your your screen went all weird. Oh, probably. Uh, yes, probably Skype. Um, it, it was when you started recording. It went all weird. Oh, gotcha. Uh, okay. Um, gotta just hold on. I'm gonna. No. Ah, crap. I just thought of something too. Hmm. Let's see here. I'm I'm just opening an app really quick on my computer. I wanna check something really quick. And now just find, look for it, and see if if it download it and try to get it. If not, I'll be like, oh crap! I'm like a screw. <laughs> that was a good show. <laughs> I'm like, we did record one. <laughs> All right, let's see. Are you getting uh, the games and stuff ready? Yeah, because um, I played a couple of games this week. Yeah, dude. To... Borderlands is still haven't started it yet. Did not drive. Yeah. I was trying to install Destiny for uh, PlayStation 4, and I was just like, "Oh, I don't got no space." Well, I'm not gonna play that then. <laughs> <laughs> so. Oh, I remember what it was. It was. to find that last one for whatever reason I can't think of what it was called I'm kind of curious to check out Ghost of a Tale now that it's finished because it was a cool concept but I just I played the played it while it was in the uh early stages of the game and had some mm-hmm. issues. Where is that game? Why can't I can't think of what it was called? Well, anyway, I, I'll just look in our chat here. So I sent it. I told you guys what I had picked up. So. I think I got Two more episodes of Naruto, of the wedding oh. one. Then I gotta oh, watch. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay, let's see here. <clears throat> okay, there's those. And... Did I send that? 
the park. Okay, that's what it was. I'll just have to scroll once we go down to the game things. I can go to that. Or here, I know what I'll do. I'll just pull it up on the, the xboxwire.com. I can just leave the chat thing at this. All right. We can start whenever you're ready, I think. Okay. Uh, give me one second. Uh, I'm just trying to get uh, to the first news story uh, before we get to the questions and stuff. Okay, here we go. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Arsenal X, NGR Radio's Xbox podcast. As always, what we got to do, Jesse? Throw up that X. Yes. Yes, because we are about to throw down. I'm your host, Eddie V. Joining me is the wise Wisconsinite, Mr. Jesse Douglas. How's it going? It's going good. Yes, everybody. Boss man, Corey, couldn't make it. Uh, he had family fun. So uh, he's now resting up, uh, recuperating, but he will be back next episode um, for Arsenal X. Uh, I am back from uh, vacation, <laughs> as I see from last episode that, um, yeah, that I jumped in. I, I'm committed to podcasting, I shall say. <laughs> So, uh, but we got a great show planned for you guys. We actually got some listener questions that we're going to uh, answer and discuss. Um, we've got uh, three great stories for you guys. But as always, we're going to jump into what's been in our arsenal. Uh, and if you guys watched yesterday's episode of Nintendo Power Block, uh, I mentioned a certain game that me and Jesse are kind of being playing individually. And that's the division two. Now, Jesse's kind of like I think you probably like started off and just like trying to get further along in the game. Um, mm-hmm. I am close to reaching level thirty. I have like six more levels to go up, but I'm doing more side stuff and everything. What do you think of this game? And of course, everybody, uh, if you want to check out our division podcast, uh, Dark Zone Junkies, you can check that out on the YouTube page. Uh, but what are your thoughts on it? Uh, because from what a lot of people just like, you know, there was so much hype, so much build up getting this game. And then they were just like, oh, it's just more division. Meh. Well, like, in my opinion, like, yeah, it's kind of more, just more division, but it's division, more division done much better than the first one, in my opinion. Like, so, so yes, it may be very similar to the original one, but I think because this is only the second game in the franchise, 
I think that's kind of what most people want. We just want, you know, like I feel like they they've improved and they've done better on nearly everything in the game. I mean, you know, like the shooting and stuff like that. I think, you know, for the most part, the shooting is still just as good as the first one, if not a little bit better. But like, you know, like it's the peop the characters don't feel like bullet sponges. You know, like that's things that just kind of got annoying with the first one. Um, you know, like we've most people, most gamers, you know, always want better AI in games. I feel like the AI was better in this game yes. so far. So they improved on that. Um, just the fact that no matter what direction you go in a map, you can find like a hundred different uh, things to scavenge from, you know, on the way to wherever you're going. Mm-hmm. I mean, they make it so like, it's not like you're just, you're just running from point A to point B with nothing to do in between. Like there's always like something going on where, whether it's a hostage situation or you've got the, the crates that drop down from the sky and then you've got to try to take out the guys and simultaneously try to grab the stuff that's in the crates mm-hmm. before they do, you know, like there's just like, you'll be walking and all of a sudden there'll be a group of people that are out on patrol that are, you know, good, the good guys. And then all of a sudden, next thing you know, you walk, you know, a couple steps further and there's some bad guys there. And next thing you know, those guys are running to your aid and helping you, you know, defeat those just random characters on the map. Like there's just so many things that they've done just way better than the first one ever was. Yes. And so, and so, yes, maybe it is just more division, but it's done the way that, that, that we, you know, like would have just been completely blown away, you know, if, if all that stuff was in the first one. So, and so I, you know, I, I don't think that it necessarily is a bad thing to just be more division because I mean, like, there's a reason why certain games, when they first start out, they kind of stick to the same kind of, you know, idea because yeah. that's what people like. Because a lot of the times you hear gamers, the second something changes, people just start getting all upset. Oh, well, why didn't you just, you know, do it the way that you were before? And it's, you know, it just like they had the idea down in in the first one it was just a matter of them improving on the way things worked and i feel like they did a really good job of that so so yeah i'm glad it's more division because that's what i wanted you know well i know for me it feels like the story has taken you know a step back like it's not really prevalent in your face or anything it's just like you uh you're in this world and you're exploring, you're trying to find weapons, take over control points. Mm-hmm. Like there's there's objectives and things to do and side quests that's up to you if you want to take o- take them on for you to do to get better gear. Sometimes not so much that not so much difference, but you could uh deconstruct it and get some materials for you to craft uh some better gear, uh better gear. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I know I've been playing it a lot along with Yoshi's uh, Craft the World. Um, 
but I've been I kind of been enjoying it. Uh, there are some points that the game is completely unfair. That the balance really sh- uh, the balance is shifted, and you kind of got to find a way. Um, okay, how do I get through this game? Because I think. And I don't know how many people are still doing cleanse or if people are doing this game single player. Uh, I don't know. And I don't even know if it's actually dropped off and people have moved on because of Sekiro, Shadows Die Twice coming out and people playing that. Um, I'm still playing The Division 2 and enjoying it. Yeah, I, I think the majority of people are still playing The Division because like, a lot of other podcasts that I listen to, like that's what a lot of people are really like. This is their, uh, you know, like their game that they spend a lot of time on all the time, mm-hmm. you know. And then occasionally, a lot of people will still play Apex Legends or whatever, just when they want to take a break from it. Yeah. But um, I feel like a lot of people because, like, the way they did their clan thing too is very, very useful. Like, you actually get a lot out of it. But you have to have a lot of people in your clan to really, really get, you know, the the full benefit from from having a clan. Yeah. So like that's why like a lot of people are actually just joining like massive like clans that are already massive, because then all those people are just getting you know like a, you're contributing to, to like a massive like amount of uh, of drop you know just stuff that you get and all that. And, you know, it, it helps out in a lot of ways, but, um, yeah, like as far as the story stuff, like you said, like, yeah, that's definitely an area I feel like they could have improved a little bit better than the first one on. Yes. But I think, I think the part of it might be that they're, uh, that they're kind of, I think they, I think they would have had to come up with a different way of telling the story um for that to maybe happen yes because because like one of the big things that they kind of wanted to do is have it where you're kind of finding bits and pieces of the of the lore you know all around the map you know be it the uh the um what are those things called where you stand in the area and then it kind of does the uh the thing around you or whatever where it shows you like what happened in that area I forget oh, the, the phone calls, and uh, well, the, uh, uh, I know, but like the video audio, no, it's a, a hologram. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. Like I feel like those are, I feel like those are a little bit more interesting in this game versus mm-hmm. the first one. I feel like a lot of those ones in the first one, I just really didn't care what you know what the people were saying because a lot of time it was just them uh like um yelling at people or whatever huh. to go go somewhere to follow their instructions or whatever yeah whereas in in these ones it seems like they do a lot more like actual talking of like storyline stuff like like they're actually saying something that's worth listening to yes um so I guess in a way, I guess they kind of improved, but it wasn't like maybe quite the improvement that a lot of people wanted as far as like really giving you like massive, you know, big, interesting story stuff. 
you know, like where you're actually having cut scenes and stuff like that. Yes. Uh, to that point, I think they, I think they kind of wanted to maybe keep you, you know, able to interact and listen and get the information and the story while you're still kind of either rummaging through a building and stuff like that Mm -hmm. and make it so you're never really being pulled from the experience. Um, I I feel like maybe that's why they kind of did it the way they did. And in turn, maybe they can't give you quite as much information because, you know, like you're going to want to move on to the next area. So they wanted to try to just, scrunch information and do like a you know like a an audio file or some of the some of the bigger information is like in the phone calls and you can listen to those yeah. while you're walking anywhere it doesn't really matter where you're standing you know um yeah, that transmission yeah like like i mean you know like i've personally i've never really been like super big on most stories in games mm-hmm. like just in general like like I have my games that I'll play if I that I'm I'm playing it because I care about the story. Yeah. So like for me it personally, it doesn't bother me the way they've done it. Like it's enough story for me to to care about. But but I could see definitely where people like wouldn't really be as excited about what the story that they offer and stuff yeah. like that. But, yeah, because because a lot of people don't talk about the story or anything. They're talking about yeah. joining clans and you know some of the guns that they found and things like that. So um, yeah, I know. For me, uh, like I said, the story is, you know has kind of fallen back, and you do go mission to mission and uh, we you know find some things and stuff like that. Um, but like it, it's, I think it's a fun game. I don't think it's going to be in, on a lot of people's game of the year list or nominations. Uh, if they do it for, they probably would ne- nominate it for like best co-op game. Uh, I think this game would get nominated over Anthem. Um, and and, and it's, that's not a diss to Anthem or anything, but it's just like a lot of people being more positive about the division over Anthem. Um. But yeah, that's pretty much that's only that's like been in my arsenal. I did like I said, I did buy Borderlands uh game of the year for PS4, but I haven't started it yet. Um I am going I'm I'm <coughs> I've been looking up jumping back into Neo and Killzone. Um but I'm gonna to try to finish like some of the other games that I have on my PlayStation 4. Um there is like I think there's a game called Shogunkin or Shogunkin. Uh It's like this anime shoot 'em up game. Um, I ended up beating it, uh, and I was just like, "This game is weird," uh, <laughs> but I like thoroughly enjoyed it. It's kind of like a bullet hell uh, kind of game, um, but that's kind of what I play for PlayStation Four. Um, but I'll have more games to talk about. Definitely um, working on my NX uh, challenge games and stuff. Um, be doing that on uh, Xbox and on Switch and stuff. Uh, but uh, Jesse, what's been in your arsenal? So yeah, like I I've been playing the Division Two. Um, like we kind of talked about that quite a bit there. Yeah. So you know, I'm I'm level ten. So I'm yeah, I'm just kind of slowly. Slowly, you know, trailing behind because I just haven't had a lot of time the last couple of weeks to play. But I'm, you know, I'm enjoying it. It's fun. Um, 
I did pick up a, a couple of new games. Uh, there's one called uh, Through the Woods that I that I tried, mm-hmm. and and it's kind of like an Alan Wake style, like almost kind of game. Uh, it's a horror game. Um, because yeah, if if you guys don't know, there is a big sale. I don't know if it, if it ends, if it will be done by the time this comes out or not. But um, yeah, they they had a big sale on on uh, a whole bunch of horror games on Xbox, and so I I just found a couple of really good ones, the ones that looked interesting for like a five bucks or something like that a piece. Yeah. So yeah, I... oh, sorry. I played through the woods and that, like I said, it's kind of reminded me a lot of like Alan Wake. Um, it's like a mix between Alan Wake and, uh, um, the, I can't remember now what that game is called. The, uh, the uh, last of, or not last of us, the, what is that? The one game that's like, that's got the different parts to it and stuff. That's kind of, you had the uh the captain awesome or whatever uh-huh um what why can't life is strange that's it it's yeah. it's all it's kind of like a mix between life is strange and alan wake where it's like it's very similar to alan wake where you like it's the whole flashlight thing and you can only see like you know at times cuz you're going through the woods you can only see like with the flashlight at night and then on the same hand, it's like uh, it's like life is strange, where it's very very story oriented, and and it's like it's a mother dealing with her with her child, mm-hmm. and the the child is like, it's almost like playing if you were to play Life is Strange two that yeah that de- the demo that you that we got that captain awesome or whatever it was called the spirit the vicious yeah captain, captain spirit. spirit yeah that's it captain spirit like a, it's almost like if you were playing that but you were playing it from the dad's side like where uh. you, like so like you're playing as the mom and like you're the mom, the mom is kind of de- has is dealing with depression and stuff like that. Yes. So it's a game that kind of touches on depression, and I'm guessing maybe eventually loss. I'm 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 very cl- you know very early on in the game, um, or it might be divorce or something like that, but um, I'm very early in the game. But it's like so the son is like wanting to go out and play and do all these things. And the mom's just either working or sleeping all the time. And like, yes. you'll find like at one point I find a note where it's a, you know, like the, the kid is up in his tree fort and he wrote a note about how, you know, ever since mom has became so lame, she never wants to do anything. All she ever does is like, you know, like sleep and, and work and, you know, and I just want to go home and stuff like that. So you like finding all these, you know, just pieces of the story to figure, you know, kind of figure out the character that you're playing as, like what exactly is, you know, this character is living out and what's wrong and, you know, what kind of things are happening in life. And and I, I believe it, eventually it, it turns out like where the sun something happens to the sun and so then that's where it comes more like al becomes more like alan wake where 
where you're going through these struggles to try to get your kid back or something like that or find sounds them. Like, sounds like heavy ray in this. Yeah. Yeah. It's, 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 I think it's going to be a very like, you know, it's going to be a very, you know, interesting story. I'm, I'm definitely looking forward to, mm-hmm. to playing, playing it through. Um, and seeing what exactly is, you know, figuring what's going on and stuff in this story. Um, but so this is, is it more adventure game? Like there's no action parts to it or anything. It's just like you go around searching for stuff. Um, it's, I think it is going to be somewhat, you know, action similar to, like I said, like, like, uh, like, um, Alan That's, Wake. Oh, Alan Wake. Okay. And yeah, it, it's gonna like I said, I, it really feels like it's gonna be a mix of the two of those. It's, okay. You know, like it, the the gameplay feels exactly like, like, uh, like, yeah, yeah, Life is Strange, but or whatever. So, but um, yeah, I'm I'm enjoying that so far. Um, oh, nice. There's another one pl- I played too called uh whole lot um it's another horror game this one is it looks really good but like i'm gonna have to i'm i'm having a hard time figuring out the way that they have everything set up in it Uh but so the only way like basically this is a game teaching you how to use a compass (laughs) Because you literally, there is no, no, all you have is a map and a compass and you start out in the middle of these just strange woods that are like haunted or something like that. Yeah. And there's all these kinds of creatures that you can run into at night. So you've got to like plot out, you've got to like go back to your, your campsite and plot out like a, like which directions you want to go and like be, be careful, like what you do at night. And you have like a flashlight and all that stuff. But yeah, like the only way you can figure your way around this game is by a compass and the map. Like in it, there's literally, it doesn't say like you are here on the map. You've got to try to figure out with your compass and uh, the latitude and longitude, like where you are and stuff. So it's, it's going to be a, like a, a pretty difficult game to to really navigate but i am i i want to give it a try and i want to try to try to see if i can figure everything out and stuff but like your map like when you start out your map has like a couple areas uh, latitude and longitude areas of interest Uh. like print printed on the side of it that you can kind of look at but you don't know exactly what's there so I'm gonna try to like go to some of those le- those um those areas and see what exactly is there. Why why I wrote them down on the map? Like why your character wrote them down on the map and stuff okay. like that. But it's it's it it seems like once you figure it out, it's gonna be a pretty amazing story to kind of like. Uh, and like may have some jump, good jump scares and things like that, because the 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 world building of it is pretty good looking, like for the most part. So, okay. yeah, I I, I definitely want to check it out some more. Um, and then last but not least, um, 
I've been playing some more of uh, Sekiro and still really enjoying that game. And and I'm enjoying like hearing people talk about it on other podcasts and stuff like that. Too. Yeah. Just because it's just interesting. Like I was pretty sure I had read something somewhere or seen an interview with the guys, you know, that created it that said that like basically we're telling people like before this game came out that this is not going to be like a Dark Souls game or like Bloodborne. And for the most part, that seems to be kind of true. Like, I mean, it has some things that are similar to those games, but ultimately you can't go into that game playing it like you're playing Dark Souls or Bloodborne because like it's not about dodging so much as it's about like just blocking like you know parrying uh attacks and yes and getting up into their face because i mean you can technically in some cases play it like like bloodborne or dark souls but your matches that could take you know like five minutes will take maybe like 20 or 30 minutes to to finish because you're you're just keep on close you know making space in between you and him but it's also not doing anything to help you because certain characters actually at a certain point they will start taking either potions to i think maybe partially heal them if you back off too much yeah or or they'll take stuff that will help their attacks do more damage if you back off of them too much. So you definitely don't want to put space in between you and them too much because it will end up hurting you in the end. So it it definitely like a lot of people are saying it, it is much more harder than a like a Dark Souls or Bloodborne game in that sense that you can't just back off and try to restrat, you know, make a different strategy because if you do that, you may lose all the progress that you've made in the fight. So, so it's definitely more hard in that way that you that you have to stay on them and you've got to be really quick at blocking attacks and uh-huh. and hoping that you can get get the counter attack without them blocking it. And, you know, obviously you've got different things that you can use to try to benefit you in those situations. Yes. But for the most part, uh, like when you can, you definitely want to do um, stealth kills um, to better your odds of of losing any kind of health or any kind of, uh, you know, like stamina or whatever. So, um, yeah, it's... And and like personally, I haven't played a whole lot of Dark Souls or Bloodborne, so so like I feel like I had somewhat of an advantage because I I'm not playing it a certain way, thinking mm-hmm. that 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 will be the way that I have to play it. So I kind of could adjust to it fairly quickly. Now, mind you, I still haven't put in as much time as I would like to be putting in because I have a couple other, you know, games I'm trying to play. Yeah. Because I'm really not that far in it. I'm still kind of in the beginning part. I've just been doing a lot of, like, just going around and, like, checking things out and just refighting characters and stuff to just try to, you know, like, 
get used to, you know, try to get better at doing the combo the combos and the, and the, uh, you know, like just trying to basically warm up till I want to move to the next area. But it's, it's a really fun game and, and I'm, I'm kind of glad that it's like, it's its own thing and it's a, it's a different kind of game because, because I feel like, I feel like the way that they changed it was good for the, for the, the type of game that it is. So it really, it really helps it feel, feel the way it should as, as a samurai style, like ninja type game. So yeah, yeah, that's pretty much for the most part what I've been playing. Yes. So everybody, that's what's been in our arsenal. We're going to jump into some arsenal news. Uh, this is a rumor. Um, Xbox Live Gold and Game Pass would be sold as monthly as a monthly bundle. Um, my stories come from Game Informer. Uh, rumors have been swirling uh, from various well-connected sources saying that Microsoft is going to soon introduce a combined subscription for Xbox Live Gold and Xbox Game Pass. This combination will bundle both of the Xbox 30 essential services into one subscription service. Uh, the rumor comes first from no leaker Hozot on Twitter, who pegged the combined bundle at $14.99. Durant and then later The Verge then came out to confirm that their sources have indicated the same thing. For month-to-month users, that works out to a $5 savings. For everyone else, it's not really much of a savings, but it's likely more convenient for the end user. For Microsoft, this is likely the best way to get players hesitant to subscribe to Game Pass for long-term periods to stay subscribed. While there has been a bevy of free trials and what one might describe as Game Pass ideal titles that have busted numbers, maintaining subscriptions have been a lot more difficult. When it is tied to online multiplayer assets, people might be more willing to point up the extra cash per month. So, uh, I don't know if there's more to the story, but... Um, We've kind of been talking about this for a while, kind of yeah. being the, the natural feeling of a natural progression. You know, like, it just makes sense that if you if you can bundle, bundle things together... Um, and give it give it for a cheaper price you're you know you're more likely to get more people to buy it you know that kind of goes with anything really you know like like there's a lot of podcasts like where it's pay you know pay for podcasts a lot of times they'll do like where it's like fifty dollars per year or something like that or sixty dollars per year or or you can pay five dollars a month you know, which ends up being more in the end or whatever, but, you know, or $6 a month or whatever it is, you know, and so, so it's just cheaper to buy it the full year all at once or whatever, you know, stuff like that. And what definitely if this is going, this does happen for those who, um, Basically, it'll still be $180 per year. Uh, $60 for uh, Xbox Live Gold, and then $10 for Game Pass. So the $5 that's in that bundle is kind of for um, Xbox Live Gold, and then the other 10 is for uh, Game Pass. Um, I could probably see this happening, being bundled with the dis- the rumored discless uh, Xbox Ones uh, S. Yeah. Um, so I could see that happening um, if they decide to do that. I think we probably won't know more of it until 
E3 happens. Uh, yeah. I, but I think this is a good bundle. This would be a good bundle for people who are definitely on the budget, who can't really go and buy a big title game. But if they got, they'll have a good library of third, first, and indie. Um, and definitely with Major Nelson announcing games that's coming to it and stuff. Um, you know, people could catch up on a lot of the first party games that Microsoft has released. So mm-hmm. um, I, I think it's a good deal if this happens. Um, it'd be interesting to see what we get if we do have that uh, disc discless uh, Xbox one. Cause mm-hmm. I, cause I, I would, I would be like you know, hundred fifty plus this fifteen. I mean, plus a month free of Xbox Live Go and Game Pass, and then fifteen dollars per month for those who who want to keep it and stuff. Or you could just buy. Pay the straight sixty for game uh, Xbox Live, and then ten dollars a month for Game Pass. It'd be interesting yeah. to see. But yeah. we're gonna move on to our next story. Uh, Race to pre-order incentive as NBA Jam announcer to the action. Uh, now this one came out on April Fool's Day, but this is. <laughs> actually real uh, but that's a confirmed just on their YouTube uh, channel uh, um, today is April Fool's Day which is called for don't believe anything you see on the internet this feels like one of those pranks but this is a legitimate legitimate thing you can actually add to Rage 2 when it comes out on May 14 as confirmed by Bedessa on his YouTube channel if you pre-order the game you will be a- you will be able to add Tim Kittrow's of NBA Jam Faye to your game he will narrate the action use his iconic phrases and create a bunch of hopefully new iconic phrases like you just slice that you just slice their heads off right off. Uh for more on race two, uh you can uh check out Game Informer and the Game Informer show about it. Uh I think this is cool, a really cool pre-order. Uh yeah. to get the uh I mean it and definitely it fits with race two on yeah. what they're going for. May 14th. Oh, they so they got a date out. Okay. Uh Cause I don't know if they actually had an official date, um, but I for think rage, I, for Rage Two, yeah, yeah, I think they did because I, th- I I believe a lot of the pre-order stuff says right on it what oh, right when it's it. coming out. So okay. I think and, I think anyway. Maybe yeah, because I I didn't know if they had announced the official date for it, but uh, yeah, May fourteenth, uh, definitely I know. I think definitely Jesse's getting it, Corey's getting it. Uh, I'm thinking about picking it up too for Xbox. Uh, mm-hmm. So um, hopefully we we'll all three have it, play it, and talk about it here on the show. Uh, anything else, Jesse? You got to say about it, or no? I'm just I'm I'm kind of looking forward to that game. So yes. So we're going to get into our final story. Uh, man behind fatal swatting sentenced to 20 years in prison. Um, in 2017, Tyler Burris made a false police report that set off a chain of events, resulting in the death of Wichita, Kansas man Andrew Fitch at the hands of police. Uh, 
Today he received the sentence and will be in prison for 20 years. Uh, Barris was found guilty on 51 federal charges related to making false calls and threats, including the one that led to Andrew Finch's death in 2017. The state of Kansas has dismissed their charges against Barris on the basis that he's doing more time for the federal charges than he will be on the manslaughter charges in Kansas. It is unknown what the status of Barris's charges for harassing a woman in Canada currently are or if officials intend to ask for extra, uh, extradition to stand trial. Uh, so, yeah. Um, Viner and Gaskill are still awaiting trial on charges for their parts in the incident. The officer has been clear internally it would not be facing charges. Uh, legal experts have been watching the Burris case closely as, despite their pervasiveness of swatting pranks, this is the first time that it has directly resulted in another person's death. At the sentencing, Judge Eric Melgram commanded, uh, commented that this was the uh, this. Uh, that this was uncharted legal ground and that the sentencing guidelines, which only call for 10 years in prison, were not adequate for the gravity of the crime. So I I believe that he was going to get 10 years for the manslaughter, but they took that back and added more. So now he's going to have 20 years. And, I, and man, 51 federal charges. That's insane. So, um, yeah, and um, and the reason why I I put this here, um, in, uh, for Arsenal X, uh, because we we kind of got a question, um, that we're gonna address, uh, uh, right now. So, uh, thank you guys, uh, thank you to um Deshaun and I think Megan sent in one to uh for a question, um. Sorry, everybody. I'm just letting my computer load. Uh, well, you, we, oh, go ahead, Jesse. I was gonna just say, well, like if while you're pulling that up or whatever, I, I, like I'm, you know, I'm kind of glad that that like they took that seriously because I, you know, like I think the thing is, is they really like they've got to set an example because it's just, you know, the people doing that stuff, it's just ridiculous. And it, yes. and it was just getting so out of hand and they just kind of have to, you know, stomp it out while, you know, while they can. Um, yeah. So it's, you know, like someone lost their life because someone decided to be an idiot. So, right. You know, so it, like decided it, to be an idiot. We're well, actually yeah. three. Yeah. So it's, you know, it, it's just you know like they have they have to do something about it and and you know nothing's gonna nothing's gonna bring that person back but you know like you should have to pay the consequence and and you know like just even with the way the way things are going in the world and stuff and you know the the climate as far as like you know police officers and things happening and stuff mm-hmm. like that it's just like thing, just everything's kind of crazy, and it's just not not a good idea ever to just like, you know, tell police that something that insane is happening when it's not, because you know very well in the situations like that, a lot of these people call the cops and say is going on, like people are gonna ha- cops are gonna have guns drawn, and they're gonna be on edge because you know it, 
it's a bad situation that they think they're going into. So yeah. like, it's just, you know, like, it's just so stupid. The, the, the things that people are choosing to, to use, you know, in these stories and, and, you know, and that, and that's the reason why I think they deserve, you know, the amount of time that they're getting because, it wasn't just like saying, you know, him saying, calling the cops and saying that someone's doing something bad that one consider a gun being pulled. It's yeah. the fact that it's the fact that they're basically were, were um, making sure that it was a situation where anything happens could turn fatal. And, you know, and so they knew what they were doing when, when they made that call. And so, I don't feel so, a bit sorry for him getting 20 years. Yeah. So, uh, uh, Deshaun Malone, shout out to Deshaun. Um, he writes to us, um, I have a question for Arsenal X podcast, mostly for Ed and Jesse. And he said this on Twitter. Uh, what do you want out of this channel and podcast? How are you looking to grow, uh, grow as the Xbox team for at Nurse Gone Rogue? And how do y'all feel about feedback? Um, first of all, we always welcome feedback. Uh, mm-hmm. Every, uh, every at the end of the show, I ask the questions. I ask for everybody's feedback and stuff, and where they can email it to. Um, so we do welcome feedback. The feedback help us to grow as a channel and see what people like and what people don't like. Um, mm-hmm. As team lead, uh, uh, I definitely, definitely got to approve and market it well. Um, to to have the Xbox channel grow, um, we have content there. You know, Jesse does a fantastic job doing AX plays. We have squad goals. We have expansion pack. Um, and we got more stuff that's coming out. Um, we are the diverse group of gamers. Um, Nerds Gone Broke has their style of a show. And the games and topics that they talk about, Nurse Gone Platinum, they focus more on Sony, Nintendo, Power Block focus more on Nintendo. And here on Xbox, we focus more, uh, we focus on Microsoft and things connected to Xbox. Now, there will be times that we can't talk about Xbox or Microsoft stuff uh, because sometimes the news are not, is not reporting uh, for that. Um we're putting out content. We're doing our best to put out content. Sometimes we have busy lives. Um, the best way for us to help the help Xbox grow is that we 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 gotta we you know we hit up social media. Uh, we, we're talking to friends. We're talking to more people around uh, Xbox Live when we're playing games with them and stuff. You know, Jesse, you said you've talked to some people and mentioned the podcast. And mm-hmm. that's helping it grow and stuff. Like we're posting the episodes not only on our Facebook page, but here on Twitter and other and different things. So we are working to make the platform grow. Um, the thing about it is, is that with with Xbox, we we try to do stuff more positive. Um, not saying that other shows don't have anything positive because all the, everybody, I feel like everybody in their respectable shows have a format and they always want to bring positivity to it. And they do a great job doing it. Uh, with Xbox, people have a viewpoint about Microsoft. And so in order for us to kind of sometimes dispel that viewpoint, 
we got to show why uh we enjoy doing arsenal x why we sometimes might not talk about xbox but we're talking about google stadia and how that's connected to microsoft or we might talk about uh the swatted thing because you could be you could be a person who has a kid doing this on your xbox or any console or PC that has chat functionality. And sometimes that's stuff that we have to address. A lot of that doesn't get, a, I won't say a lot of it doesn't get addressed on NGR uh, as a whole, but when it is something to talk about, if no one else on their podcast are talking about it, and we at Arsenal X can talk about it, it brings great discussion. It opens up wider so that, you know, sometimes a problem that is happening with Xbox can happen to any console. And, you know, we, of course, we want to put out good content and entertainment, be on the latest news and stuff. But sometimes, sometimes the show needs a little bit of originality. And sometimes we might have to do a topic that's not related to Microsoft or anything. And hopefully that will bring people into listening to listening to the show. It sounds weird. Yes. But if you check uh, our past shows and stuff, there's been episodes that we haven't talked about Xbox. There's stuff that we have talked about Xbox. Heck, we played uh, a retail game just for fun. We have did movie commentary that have nothing to do with Xbox. Even though we watched mm-hmm. Ninja Turtles and uh, a, a spoof movie, none of that has nothing to do with Xbox. We're watching it on Xbox for some of us. But it's just like, it's stuff that we are enjoying and that we're doing so in order for us to grow of course yes we need feedback but you know you guys can also help us grow by promoting the show and uh showing it to friends you might not agree with anything that we say you might agree with something that says i might say the most outlandish things and it might sound like sometimes that we're fighting but then which I don't know behind the scenes is that sometimes me and Jesse would get done talking and, you know, we'll be like, oh, okay, we're going to go to bed. Mm-hmm. So this thing happened on Netflix. Oh, did you watch this? Did you, did you check out Naruto? Yeah. Dude, yes, I see. And we listening, we're talking about other stuff and laugh. And that's a podcast in itself 45 minutes after. Yeah. Uh, but what we want out of Arsenal X is that we just want to bring out positivity about Microsoft and Xbox. Um, you know there are some there are some viewers and there are some gamers who still uh felt burnt or hurt by what microsoft announced uh there are some people who i, I like to turn some uh bad apples uh we have some bad apples who still feel like xbox isn't good enough to uh to deliver uh the things that sony or nintendo might deliver um, I I know I've been called out about you know every time we do we talk about Microsoft I'm always talking about Nintendo and uh I and I could I could literally say that as a person who's been playing video games ever since they've been five I've grown up with all three consoles I've grown up with Nintendo the most and so I've seen the ups and downs I read the EGMs and the Game Pros and being in the arcade and being in a and being being in a video game scene so I have experience and sometimes I bring that past and that retro and that outlook to 
Arsenal X. It's weird, but I'm like, the same things that Nintendo has done, Microsoft and Sony are doing. So I sometimes bring up the Nintendo stuff to make a comparison. That might not be related to Xbox. That might not be related to Arsenal X. But as a video, you know, as we talk about Xbox, sometimes you need to talk about Nintendo and Sony in a conversation. Not there's nothing. Sometimes make a compare a comparison is bad when you are trying to stay on topic. But sometimes you need that comparison to show the difference of it, how one works and how one doesn't work. But can learn from the one that works and change some things around to still make it their own and make it feel better. Um, so. Kind of what we want out this channel and what we want out this podcast, we want we want to bring positivity about Microsoft. Um, it, you know, we might lose listeners, we might gain listeners. Um, things are going to be up and down. Uh, but you know, me, Je- me and Jesse and Corey, like we run two channels. Shoot, Jesse and Corey run two other channels: Dark Zone Junkies and uh, the Anthem Podcast. And uh, I think the Anthem one's been placed on hold at the moment. I think in Dark Zone Junkies. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah, Dark Zone Junkies has too because we haven't really talked about doing anything recently. Okay, so I mean, with with all the other stuff, a lot of people. Um, with Nurse Gone Rogue and Nurse Gone Platinum, and there's no disrespect because I'll I listen to them, I'll watch them. We here at NGR, we're all about being positive, we're all about supporting stuff. We can have disagreements, we can have we can say some questionable content stuff, I should say. (laughs) Mostly it's me, (laughs) I'll put myself out there. Mostly there's stuff that I put out there that creates discussion. And I do that even on Arsenal, and I do that on the Power Block. That I put stuff out there that creates discussion. It might it might seem negative, and that's never my intention. It's always to be positive because definitely for me and Jesse, I'll let you speak on it. Uh, definitely for me, if I could create a discussion that makes you think outside the box instead of just being someone who agrees with something and moving on then I feel like sometimes I'm doing my job and I'm doing my part. Uh, so we're going to still bring crazy questions and we're still going to bring the hottest news or things that interest to us and stuff. And if Corey and Jesse want to bring something to the table, I'm all open for it. I got a napkin around my neck waiting to be fed, whatever they want to feed me. So, uh, but, you know, we want your guys' feedback. And mm-hmm. we'll do the plugs about that later. Uh, but yeah. Jesse, I'm gonna let you answer. Okay. So, like, I and I had kind of mentioned this to you guys because we have kind of been talking about, you know, like things, like ideas and stuff. And I think one of the things that that our our two uh, our two shows are lacking that the other ones have is I think we we should probably um, start trying to interact with people uh, through chat. And, you know, like do like record the show and try to, you know, try to do it live or whatever. Um, And so then people can, you know, kind of interact with us. 
I feel like, you know, because it, cause the problem is, is that like what people don't know is like me and Ed right now are doing it at like what it's like three o'clock in the morning <laughs> here. So like we, you know, unfortunately, sometimes we have to record either really, really late at night or early in the morning mm-hmm. or or we do it around like, you know, like around one or two o'clock in the afternoon or yeah, in the afternoon. And so like sometimes you know just with me and Corey, especially you know having kids and stuff it's like we can't always you know guarantee that we're going to be able to do it at a certain time but um you know like uh, i talked about like us looking into uh you know if people you know if people want to leave feedback as well to watching this um if you think that like if we were to start doing it live um and have the chat opened up, you know, and so people can talk, you know, or say stuff while we're, while we're doing the show, um, even bring up things to talk about if you want, you know, like we could, we can definitely try to see if we could do that and, uh, try to interact with, with our fan base or, or listeners, whatever you want to call it, uh, more often. Um, I think that's something that, that definitely, you know, we could try looking into doing to, to help improve and, you know, and like, because like I said, you know, like a lot of times when we're playing, it's late at night and, and, you know, like we can do stuff later at night, but you know, a lot of our fans maybe, you know, listeners don't really aren't able to do stuff really late at night and wouldn't be able to be up to play with, you know, like team up with us online and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So, you know, any way that we could maybe try to figure out a way to interact with, with the listeners, uh, I think could help, you know, so, so yeah. we'll, we'll definitely try to maybe, you know, hopefully look into trying to do something like that. See if we can make that work. I got a, I got a new camera and, and so like I can like now I can do the record the show in in different ways. I don't have to just use my Xbox to do it anymore. <laughs> and, so, and we all offer our, um, like our XBL, uh, uh, what's the name of it? Um, the, the our, Xbox, like our our, our clan thing. Oh, our tags or whatever. Gamer yeah, tags. gamer tags. Couldn't think of it. Apologize, to everybody. Yeah, we do offer our game tags. So get involved with us. If you see me online, hit me up. They'd be like, oh, and yeah. hi, can I talk to you? Like, yeah, and. I think for a lot of people, you will learn more about the way that I think and the way that I say, and you will be like, this needs to be a podcast. Trust me, Jesse knows. <laughs> Corey, Corey knows. A lot of people know and stuff, and um, some people might think that uh, because of the way that I say stuff, the way I word stuff or bring out an opinion, um, and I was telling Corey this, uh, and, and it was, it was really, me and Corey had a really good talk, um, is that I sometimes say stuff that you would never think to say, because it's something that you never, never, you, you're not used to hearing that someone has come out with this weird opinion and it's not following what everybody else's follows. You get what I'm saying? 
like yeah. you like you and Corey could say stuff about a particular thing and I'll come way from left left field and say some insane stuff. But when you look at comments and stuff, isn't everybody saying the same thing that you and Corey might have said and just be like, Ed is the only one saying something different and I would never thought that I never never thought I would see someone take that stance. And regardless of what the replies are, and I welcome any reply, negative or positive, do whatever, because if you need to. But I'm like, sometimes the way that I present stuff is the way that I think of different things. I'm always going to be a positive gamer. Um, I always want everybody to enjoy with anything that they play and anything they play on. I love my PS4. I love my Xbox One. I love my Nintendo Switch, my Wii U. I respect Sony and Microsoft. I love Nintendo because that's what I grew up on. And I wouldn't be owning all three systems and buying these games and taking pictures and being hyped and hopefully getting back to streaming if I didn't have that passion for games in general. I have a passion for Xbox. I didn't have a passion for 360, and it was never about the games for 360. It was the system itself and its design. Um, but when I seen Xbox One and I got an Xbox One and played the stuff that they offer, I just like, this is it. Now I, now Xbox is on a bigger, better path. They took some, they have evolved. Play, I might get, it might seem that I get on PlayStation. But I buy their first party games. I'm always going crazy about their flash sales. Um, I'm always talking about PlayStation in somewhat a, a critical, constructive matter, but I, but I will be the first one to say that. Hey, I went to the store and paid my sixty dollars to get this physical version. I barely have any used games for PS4 or Xbox One. I have some, but not all of them. Everything that I have bought for those two systems, even with my Switch, have been brand new. And if we, if if with Xbox that if I didn't really care about Xbox, I wouldn't be doing the stuff that I'm doing now with it. You know, uh, Jesse wouldn't be doing the stuff or Corey wouldn't be doing the stuff, you know, out of, out of all of us it's me, me out of all of us, me and Corey are the only ones that own all three platforms at this time. Um, not counting windows 10, I'm gonna say, you know, uh, pretty much all of us on the Nintendo Switch. That's great. Um, some, uh, some of us on the PlayStation Four. We own Jesse, me, and Corey on the Xbox One, but we enjoy with what we play. So, what we're gonna bring out the channel is we're still gonna bring you guys out great content. We're still gonna do some streams. We're gonna try to get back in the squad goals. We might introduce some new shows, try some things. Stop doing some things, might make it seasonal, but you know, experiment and stuff. But we want the show to grow, and so, we, like I said, we welcome your feedback. But we're going to get into the last question. Uh, this is from Megan Green, and thank you to Shyamalan for sending us that question. Thank you, Megan Green, for sending us uh, that this question, also. Uh, we really do appreciate it. Um, what is your opinion on the current state of Xbox, and what's your prediction for its future? Jesse, I'm gonna let you answer this one, and then I'll okay. close it out. My mine's gonna be pretty short. I <laughs> I think they're on an amazing path. Um, 
one that definitely is something that that I think secretly people gamers had hoped for mm-hmm. but didn't either didn't know they really they wanted it as bad as they do or or just didn't really ever see it happening like just the you know like the way with them working and and putting their games on other consoles trying to put you know put Xbox games on on the uh Switch and them you know bringing the Master Chief collection out for PC and trying to bring some of those games that that weren't available for PC uh to them you know and a lot of people look at that as a negative thing they say well you know what is Xbox doing they they're not giving people a reason to want to buy Xbox if they're if all their exclusives are going to go to everywhere else but I like the thing is is I don't want a game like I want to be able to know that there's a really good game being made and it's going to be able to be played on the Xbox but I don't necessarily want it to only be available there because that that cuts the ability of of a game developer to be able to make more money than just being on only one console Mm -hmm. like yeah yeah it's great it's great that sony has all these you know uh exclusive games but none of those games are going to be able to be be reach the potential that they ultimately would have because they're not going to be able to be played on xbox or they're not going to be able to be played on switch like so those developers i'm sure they you know got paid a good chunk of money to be exclusive to them but i still think like a lot of those games could have made more money had they been on other consoles or they could have sold more copies had they been on other other areas so i personally like i care more about the developer of the game getting paid and getting the respect that they deserve Mm mm-hmm than I care about because I have an Xbox and I don't have a PlayStation or because you don't have a PlayStation, you can't play this game. So like, and the same goes with the, with how they've been making the cross platform, you know, cross play and stuff like that. Like, like they want that game to maybe someone who has a, a Xbox wouldn't have played that game but because their friend has it on switch now they want to play that game because they can play with their friend who's playing it on switch because they allow that so i think in the end like having cross play is gonna there it may not be like the majority of the time but any time that you can get someone to play a game that originally wasn't going to play it like that's good that's a good thing so like game pass is a perfect example like they're getting people to play games and try games that they may not have ever tried and possibly buy you know like that like like that's you know people always you know talk about demos well the that this is the ultimate demo you get to play the full game if you choose to continue, yeah. if you choose to continue, you gotta do it. I should say. <laughs> yeah, and you can, and if you, you know, you really want to support the the developer, you can buy it and you can give them money, or you can, 
you know, buy the season pass, you know, you can, you can, you can go however far you want to, to show your appreciation of, of that game. But in the meantime, you're getting to play those games that you may not know that you like yet, you know? So it, like it, it's a great you know it's great for xbox but it's also great for the developer as well because more people are being you know recognizing the games and 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 maybe the people like me who don't have game pass don't like buy every single game that i liked you know in turn mm-hmm. but if i talk about it and someone that doesn't have game pass really that thinks oh well that game sounds like a lot of fun I might pick it up, you know, because I want to buy that game and try it, you know, like the, the, it helps get even, you know, like where it doesn't help sale, you know, sales directly. It can help people talk about the game to make sales happen, you know, from someone else that doesn't have game pass. So like, I, I just think that they're like, they're obviously have like really been thinking about these moves that they're making and like i ultimately think that xbox is on a great path you know here i am saying that it's going to be quick (laughs) (laughs) right (laughs) Uh, no no you really broke it down I, i like that um so the current state of xbox um the current state of xbox is in a greater place than sony i'm gonna say that hold your horses don't complain let me tell you why xbox is in a state that it's bringing more visibility to gamers and to people around the world. You know, of course, like Jesse said, Game Pass, the Play Anywhere initiative, the cross-play, uh, getting it on iOS and Android and things of that nature and, and stuff like that. You know, definitely with the date and date that, you know, if you got Game Pass, you get their first part, you get their first party game the same day this is released on there. Game Pass is such a big thing to Xbox is that PS Now is not being talked about at all, even from Sony players. Um, it's not talking. Um, we just saw the state of play, and there's been a lot of disappointment. Yes, VR is experienced and and very a very important role to PlayStation. Um, but it still doesn't have, it's still not gaining steam that it probably could have if these games would have came out like Astrobot and Moss and stuff like that. Um, definitely with Iron Man VR coming out and stuff, it is still working hard to get where it's at. Um, when it comes to first party exclusives, is that you know, of course. You know, Microsoft tried with Insomniac to get Sunset Overdrive, and they made a great game. Even Remedy with Quantum Break, they made a great game. But it's one of those things that players made a decision on not to buy it because of how they view Microsoft. Um, but all of that is changing. You know, a, a lot of people who, a lot of people who have taken the leap of faith, who has been committed to. Um, still being a fan of Microsoft, have picked up Xbox and have recognized that they have delivered some great first-party games, have delivered some great services like Game Pass and Games with Gold. Uh, you know, they they have been offering a lot of a lot of stuff. Now, um, PlayStation 
is in a point where people are wondering what are they going to be playing. Um, we we kind of have a know of uh, what's coming for Xbox. Um, of course, I think for a lot of their stuff, we're waiting for E3. For a lot of developers that they picked up, like Capulsion Games, uh, Ninja Theory, um, and the people who I think Capulsion Games made we happy few and stuff like that. Um, and, and those developers, they're trying to work on bringing uh, some great experiences for that. Uh, why we still await what Sony is going to do, you know, because um, at this at this time, um, regardless of what um, the sale numbers are, there are still a lot of people talking about certain games and certain experiences on xbox there are some people who are turn, talking about certain games and experiences on nintendo and on sony um we here at arsenal x a lot of the games that we talk about when it comes to third party and stuff we play on our xbox um a lot of people that i know on the xbox and play their games um i know there's some people who play their stuff on ps4 uh because that's the only system that they have at that time but they have windows 10 on their pc so they're still playing a microsoft product um you know microsoft is trying to get a lot of their stuff out where sony is using their platform to just stay in business um and as great as you have the number one system, once again, sometimes a great game that should almost match everybody's, uh, should match that number system, is not matching. Um, so regardless of what you think about the numbers of Xbox, because this goes for PlayStation, this goes for Nintendo, sometimes you're not going to get a game that's going to sell past a million or even two million worldwide sometimes it won't happen but over time you're going to be like you know what i was in a mind frame about this system so i'm gonna go and try you know what it's cheap i'm gonna get game pass and i'm gonna play and sometimes that experience could change your viewpoint to be like wow i really did enjoy that that I should have played this when it came out. You know, Xbox is going with what Nintendo has been going through for years. And Microsoft has kind of learned that, you know what? It's not about competition anymore. Gamers, if y'all want to make it about competition, go right ahead. But we have a different path. We thank, we thank Nintendo for by leading by example and seeing the ups and downs that they went to to get where they're at now. We had to learn. We had to be knocked off our high horse to understand why the gaming division of Microsoft is important not to our employees but to our community. Phil Spencer has done a phenomenal job. And a lot of people don't give him enough credit and stuff. You know, um, we we're losing Re- Reggie Fields, uh, Reggie Fizeme, and we're getting Doug Bowser. People laughed at the name, but if Doug Bowser could still bring that same excitement and love that Reggie has brought, and you know, and stuff like that, it's gonna be great. We same thing that you know, Castle Wright is leaving Sony, and he did a lot to change Sony. 
Um, and then I'm not saying all of this because that um, the future for Xbox is going to be greater. You know, they are still working to bring out the best games that they could bring, do try to do things that other companies are not able to do. Um, standby of being able to support the gamer and the community. Um, and hopefully continue to work well with Nintendo and hopefully work well with, with Sony one day. You know, Sony may never want to work with anybody else. And that's that's Sony's business. They could they could do that. But Microsoft is just like we will reach more people and we will make greater great business if we reach out and uh work with these companies. Whatever the deal may be, that deal is gonna be what it needs to be. Because Regardless of what you think about Cuphead, people are excited that that game is coming to Nintendo Switch. The same way they was excited when it came out to Xbox One. Mm-hmm. People are excited. Of, people wanted to clown uh, uh, Crackdown 3. But there's been a lot of people who played the game and had a blast because they seen it as just a video game. They they knew what view uh, reviewers were bringing. They know that it wasn't going to be the biggest and brightest because of all, of all the delays. But people have played it and got some enjoyment out of it. And sometimes that's good enough for a game. It's just getting that enjoyment. So mm-hmm. um, when, when we see Scorpio or Scarlet or whatever the next Xbox is, um, people are going to be excited to to play that um my thing for me is is that and i talked about this last um with the google stadia thing is that we know that systems are going to try for 4k and for 60 frames per second i don't think we'll never get there just yet because of pcs being too powerful and stuff and they want you want to put a chip in there that is more reasonable price to the consumer I just hope that Microsoft is is able to achieve it. I hope Sony is able to achieve it. But Microsoft, more in general, because they are a tech company, they know how to get the best out of what they they could bring. If they could deliver 60 4K without no compromise, without no changes and stuff, then it's going to be up to indies or pretty much third parties Western third parties, I should say, to see if they could stick to that 60 frames to that 4K. And I think Microsoft is willing to work with developers and public other publishers to get that out. Because you can always say that where we're working with this company and we heard their feedback. Okay, that's fine, but we're still getting 30 frames per second. We still get a 1080 1080p. We get in some fake 4K, and sometimes we have to we have to make a decision: do we want a better frame rate or do we want a better resolution? And these systems are supposed to be powerful. So I think for Microsoft's future, I think they're going to be work. Hopefully, they work toward to you know still deliver great games, still deliver content that's going to make people excited and stuff, and. You know, for some people, maybe win them back. Who knows? But, you know, Microsoft, I think, is on a great path. I think Sony needs... 
I think Sony with PS5 needs to revise some things. Uh, Nintendo is killing it with whatever they've got. And, you know, both Sony and Microsoft and the gaming community is going to be looking at Nintendo for innovation and changing the way we think about games. Because sometimes, and a lot of people won't, maybe not, not agree about this, but you need Nintendo to set the future. And Microsoft has watched them. Sony has watched them. Why do you think we have the stuff that we have now? Well, I, I would, the only thing I would say about that, though, is I, I do feel like, though, Nintendo... Nintendo has made a lot of changes themselves, though, this this yes. with this generation. And and there is a lot of things that Microsoft, I feel like, did did, you know, really well. And and because of the working, you know, relationship between them, uh, Nintendo, not o- not only has Microsoft learned from Nintendo, but Nintendo has also learned in in return from Microsoft. So, yeah. Because there are just certain things that that like that's the reason why I got that original Xbox like like they were doing, you know, online play like no one was at that time. You know, yeah. like you had you had the online thing for PS2, but I think literally the only games that used it were like SOCOM and and like uh the final fantasy game or something like that Mm -hmm. like there there really wasn't much going on with that and uh the xbox you know that original xbox like they they went crazy with the the online play you know with halo 2 and you know like they they really set the future for for what online gaming was gonna be and they've kind of always stayed ahead of that Mm -hmm. so the la- exactly, I agree. I agree a hundred percent with you, Jesse. hundred uh, percent. The last thing I would say, and then we're gonna close out the show before I ask this question to you guys. Um, and yes, this has a little bit. To, this pretty much has to do with Nintendo. Uh, Nintendo has set the bar for importing games once they went region free, like Xbox and Sony. Um, hopefully, Microsoft really i hope hopefully microsoft reaches out to where importing is important also because it may sound weird and stuff but people are important when it comes to importing games a lot of people are doing it on nintendo switch than they are doing on xbox one and ps4 and i would love to see the important community kind of be seen on xbox and seen on ps4 um, I see them on I see them on uh, Nintendo Switch, but I wish here in America uh, that you know instead of us just playing the Americanized version, maybe the Japanese or uh, Europe version that could play on our Xbox. Maybe they may have something that we're missing, and we could be thankful and grateful and actually learn about it. You know, I think for the future of gaming, importing is going to be a big thing so but everybody uh that's been the show and i kind of want to ask you guys uh a question um and this one is going to seem odd but i really want to know what you think and hopefully me jesse and Corey could touch on this uh what will be your ted talk about xbox or their games slash services you would do now 
I want to hear what you guys think. You can email the show at arsenalxpodcast at gmail.com. You can, uh, one second, I got to get it to the plugs. I have to ask the question first, everybody. Uh, you can email the show at arsenalxpodcast at gmail.com with your answer. Uh, or you can uh, answer it on Facebook at arsenalxpodcast Podcast group. You can follow us on Twitter at arsenalxpodcast and send us uh, your answer there too. Uh, check us out on Instagram at arsenalxpodcast. You can find Corey at Corey and HD713. Jesse, where can we find you? You can find me on Twitter at Phantom AX. And you guys can find me on uh, Twitter at That Retro Code. You can check our YouTube page, Arsenal X Xbox channel. Uh, and also check out Nintendo Power Block YouTube channel. I forgot everybody. I didn't get a chance to say that, but check us out there too. Also check out Nurse Gone Platinum and Nurse Gone Rogue and all our other content on NGRRadio.com. Um, if you want to find me on Xbox, and I really want to get it, you know, talk to you guys on Xbox Live if you guys have it. You can find me at the Lyrical One or you can find me the lyrical one on xbox live and you can find jesse at phantom maggot uh there too um so everybody uh before we go we're gonna throw up the x one more time because we are exiting out of here on our arsenal x podcast everybody have a great week have a great weekend and we'll see you next time bye everybody bye